Nobody knows this is a problem. Not even us. Hi, I'm Alan Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. And thank you for listening to Billy Joel A to Z and taking this amazing journey with Alan and I to a greater appreciation for Sir William Joel. Today, we decided to do the hilarious task of wrapping up all of Billy's unreleased tracks that we've done an episode on. As silly as it may be, let's face it, December Song has been a major comical impact on this show let alone some of the other classic good and bad unreleased tracks we've grown to love. So I wasn't going to, but I can't help myself, Alon. Let's do it purely for comedy purposes. I made a mashup of all the unreleased tracks we've spoken about over the last two years in alphabetical order. Would you like to hear them? Absolutely. I need a refresher. Somebody show me the light Bye, bye We all have our cross to bear We all walk in darkness sometimes We all have our cross to bear. I will wait in the shadows until you come to me. Until you come to me. Until you come to me. Do to let it rain. Money and love, 
So, so not to make this episode any kind of crazy length, uh, why don't we just open with the rankings, which will allow us to go over the songs and why we like or don't like them. Are you good with that, Alon? Yeah, I'm good with that. I can't believe there were 15 of these that we did episodes I, on. I know, 15, 15, unbelievable. Let's do, let's do five and five. So I'll go. I'll do my bottom five first, and then you do yours. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. My bottom one, my least favorite. And remember, when I'm choosing these, a lot of times it's just like, you know, the recording is so awful. Like, maybe it would be a good song if it was re-recorded. 
but I am opening the bottom number 15 with bye bye. Where is my lady? <laughs> which might be one of the most depressing songs, the attitude piano, even though we were talking about that last week with where was I, but this attitude piano is just, it's when I hear it, it kind of makes me uptight. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Cause this is the, the very first unreleased track that we did. I think <laughs> yeah. it's like the first and the worst. According yep. to you. Next would be the Siegfried line. Uh, although, yeah, no, it's definitely there. And then cross to bear. And I'm sorry, folks. And I feel bad about putting it because of its hilarious value. But December song is is fourth. And December song could actually be the last. But I couldn't put it last because it's meant so much to us. You should have put it last just because that would be the reason why we request it so much. Because like, not only is it unknown, but also the worst of the unknown. <laughs> I guess I should have. I, I just I got I, I panicked. Number 11 is Where's the Revolution, which we just, which isn't horrible, but that's where it belongs for me. Yeah. I like that bottom five. Yeah. Makes sense, right? What's yours? Similar? You know, it's surprisingly similar. Uh, it, I'm actually really surprised because there's so many songs and they're such a crapshoot with this kind of list because they're all, you know, unreleased, unfinished, all that. My My bottom one was Where Was I? Oh, the one we just did. Okay. The one we just did. To me, I don't know. It was just so depressing and it's not finished. Yep. And yeah, the bad sound quality, all of that. Then I went to Bye Bye, Where's My Lady? <laughs> okay. We're Second to last. But that, that could have been worse also. And it's not even a bad song. It's just, I don't know. I hate the chorus. Bye, bye. And that's it. It's just a two-word chorus. Yeah, me too. I mean, I had a new appreciation for a lot of these songs after listening to it in the mashup and kind of remembering some of them, and some of them dropped down. So, yeah, go yeah. on. I'm sorry. Next one I had was Cross to Bear. Yeah. Uh, and this one, you know, like he has a good quality version of this song. It's just that it's, I don't know, it's gospel-y. It's not that, it's not my style. Yeah, it's the beginning of his Ray Charles period. Pretty much. Then I went to Where's the Revolution, which yep. I think is a really good song in terms of the verses. The chorus to me is where it gets weak. So that's what I put there. And then number 11, I put the Siegfried line, yeah, that'll which be a little higher than me. Yeah, I like. Uh, but, you know, it's just kind of plain. But it's a good, like, folksy acoustic song. Well, how funny. I mean, we absolutely have the five in different order. But well, top... four of the five. I didn't put December song in yet. Oh, oh, sorry. Wait, what was the fifth one then? Oh, right. You had Where Was I? That's right. Okay, so. Yeah. So, uh, so that's it. I mean, mostly we had, I can't believe you don't have December song in the bottom five. But I thought I was going to, but I, I didn't. I actually ended up liking it more than I remembered. Oh, isn't that funny? So, yeah. So we basically are mostly similar in the bottom. Ten. Where Was I? So okay. I'm close to you in that. Then long, long time. If you remember that one, uh, not the longest time, but long, long time. Mm. After that, Josephine, which I had forgotten about completely. I had no idea it was kind of a rocker. And that was uh, interesting remembering that. Oyster Bay, which I completely thought was a different song. <laughs> and then when I heard it, I'm like, Eh, it's it's still better than the ones I have, and I feel confident about it. And then I had this higher up, but then when I heard it again after the mashup, 
it fell great ships and great oceans, especially the horrible sound quality that it is. <laughs> okay, and, that's interesting. Now we've completely diverged. Okay, great, great. This is this is why the show is outstanding. This is what people want: big arguments. So I put at number ten, Oyster Bay. Okay. And I think it's a cool song. It's just so early 70s with that whole drinking my wine all day part at the end. It's absolutely ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. I wish I was in Oyster Bay. And he's complaining about being on the road and being like a rock star when this is him in 1973 when he was, which I guess makes sense because that's like the worst part of being on the road when he's playing these crappy gigs. But he's, he's complaining about being homesick for Oyster Bay. It's so stupid. It's the same thing as Where Was I, where he's still such a young man, but he's so like sad about where his life is. Well, that's what we finally figured out with Where Was I. This guy's been complaining since the 70s. So funny. Yeah. Okay. Then the rest of these are completely different from yours. Number nine, I have The Winter Crossing. Oh. Or The Winter's Crossing. I forget how we settled on that. I mean, it's cool. It's like a spooky sea song, and I like that. But I like Great Ships and Great Oceans better. So if I have to pick one or the other to be higher or lower, I put this one lower. And okay. also, I mean, in the exact recording of it, Billy Joel already says like how much he doesn't like what he's doing. Yep, I know. With this song. Number eight, I have Money or Love. Yeah. Which is, of course, the song about Doug Stegmeier and Russell Jabbers being fired. I didn't remember liking this song so much when we first did it, but I liked it more this time. I could have put that lower there, there, there could be a, a polish to it that made me put it up a little higher than the other songs you know that's the that's half of this too is that some are just more polished and were you know done later on in the 80s when you could make a decent demo without yeah. an untuned piano <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and also i guess after doing the whole stormfront wrap-up like then hearing this song along with all the Stormfront songs that we've now done, uh, I think this one holds up pretty well compared to some that made it onto the album. Good point. Then at number seven, I have Tell Them You're In Love, which I assume you probably have at number <laughs> one. Don't, right. don't spoil it, but I know you <laughs> love these stupid Hall & Oates songs. <laughs> it's just what it is. It's a Hall & Oates song. It's really oh, good. Come on, everybody but knows it's where so I got, but... on the nose as a Hall & Oates song. It's crazy. And then at number six, I have December song, parentheses, wow. until you come to me. Right. It's pretty good. And uh, just as nostalgia, I had to put it kind of high on my list. Well, like for nostalgia purposes, that's the only reason it's at in fourth place because uh, fourth at the bottom it should have been probably the worst song. Yeah, I moved it around a lot, but I kind of like it where it is here at number six. Yeah, it does mean a lot to our podcast. December song. <laughs> I mean, there is so much meaning to it. What would we do without December song? I mean, <laughs> the fact that some of our wonderful listeners have signs with December song on it when they go to the Billy Joel concert and they show it to us. <laughs> I can't tell you how happy that makes me. <laughs> okay, so my top five. And this is certainly after listening again. My order was different until I made the the mashup and then it changed. And number five, which I remember liking when it came out, is Only a Man. Because, uh, and clearly I haven't heard that from you either, so you must still like it too. Yeah. That's still a really terrific song. And then I went, and I thought it'd be higher, but it dropped a little bit, Money or Love. Again, probably, I still like it, and it's polished. But the more I heard it, I liked it less. But it's still, I think, I'd rather hear that more than the other ones I have, so I would leave it there. And the 
top three, I have Rosalinda, which I really enjoyed again listening to uh, early, super fast Billy Joel piano, what he right. would get to be known for. And then, of course, you know what Rosalinda's eyes became afterwards. I really enjoyed that song. And then I, I'll tell you, I could have gone either way. Obviously, for comedy purposes, I put Tell Them You're In Love as number one. <laughs> uh, of course. Of course. No, no surprise for anybody. I was lost in this life. Just another tragic end to a hopeful start. But, I but The Winter Crossing is number two. And I could have made that my number one unreleased track. What I like about Tell Them You're In Love we'll never know this is the dave Juskow crazy thing but the winter crossing i remember when it when we did it i was like boy i really like this song i think i played it on my regular podcast there's something about it i wish he had done it i wish he had put it on river of dreams i hate the fact that uh what, what's his name uh the guy who worked with henley uh kochmer didn't like it and didn't want him to do it it still bothers me I, that song is really good, The Winter Crossing. I like it a lot. Yeah, I remember, like, originally I was like, I have to hate this song because Billy Joel hates this song. And then it kind of grew on me in this weird way because it's so spooky. It's so Yeah, weird. it's spooky. It's very Sting-like. There is something spooky about it and something very winter about it. And, you know, it, it paints a picture in your mind. And if a songwriter can do that, unlike Tell Them You're In Love, which really is horrible, Again, and listening to it, but that's the one I go around singing in the house out of all these songs every day. So what am I going to do? <laughs> right. That's what matters. And the same thing for me with my top list. These are the songs that are more in my head than the other ones. Okay. Give them to me. Okay. So here's the real top five, everybody. Number five, I have Josephine. And uh, this actually, originally I had a little bit higher. I moved it down slightly, but this is, I think, a really great example of one of these 50s rock tunes, like a Chuck Berry What's his name? David Lee. No, uh, no I, I know what you're talking about. The guy that does Great Balls, <laughs> great of, balls fire. of Fire. Right, Jerry Lee right. Lewis. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I <laughs> thought that too. And I, yeah, I knew that. I knew that's what you were going for. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a perfect, like rollicking 50s piano song that probably could have easily gone on to an innocent man. Oh, yeah. Right. The only thing against it is that line, Would Your Love Turn Sour and Moldy Green, which is absolutely absurd yeah. that he sang that. But otherwise, it's great. It's so good and so catchy. And in the early days, this was a live staple. He would play this all the time. Oh, is that and, right? Yeah. And like at that Puerto Rico Mari Soul Festival, which was like one of his big shows, and I think Clive Davis saw him for the first time. This was one of the songs out of like a five song set list. So he really oh. liked this at those times. Okay. Number four, I have Great Ships and Great Oceans, which I moved up a little bit. Mm. Uh, I kept listening to it. I think it's really good. I, I love the epic theme of it. It's very wistful, sailing with your grandpa. And you know how much Billy Joel loves the idea of being on the ocean and sailing. And this No, is I, I didn't know, song. but I when you're saying it, yeah, I guess it's true. I'm kidding. But um, I th that would have been higher for me if it, the sound quality was better. Yeah, that's the shame of it. It would be cool if he had done like a full on in the studio with like a full band and really got it in good. Yeah. This is, I mean, look, we just did Where Was I, which we said sounded like a Pippin song. This one sounds a lot like a Pippin song. Yeah. Gosh, it's really good. Number three, I put Rosalinda. So that's in the same place that you have it. Yeah, same place. Yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Isn't that terrific? It's a, really something else. Yeah, it's just a great sad ballad about his mom. He's not angry at her yet. He's just kind of sad for her, <laughs> for her life. Right. right. 
like in this song, he's talking about her silent telephone. And then later in like Laura, he's just talking about how she can't stop calling him on the damn telephone. <laughs> it's so great. That's so funny. But like you said, the way he's playing the piano super fast, it's really good. Really good demonstration of his talents. Of things to come. Yeah. At number two, and I, I flip-flop the top two here. Number two right now is Only a Man. Oh, you, okay, cool. Yeah, and I thought this is so good. It's such a great, like a Lost Beatles song. Yeah. It's super catchy. You just want to keep listening to it over and over again. It has a section in the middle where he's doing a lot of na-na-na's that probably could have been fleshed out a little bit more, and I think that's why I didn't put it at number one. And number one for me is Long, Long Time. Really? Which I think you put at number 10? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe less. is so good it's just and we're so lucky we have like four live versions of the song that exist i think at least two maybe four including him on live color on color tv in 1972 it's probably like the earliest vision of him performing is him also didn't didn't one of the other bands an incarnation of his band do a vert like his old band before turnstiles didn't they do a version of long long time Oh, is that one of the ones that they're playing? The old yeah, guys? isn't that something like that? Not the Lords of Fifty Second Street, but a a lesser band from, you know, before like the piano. Yeah, band like the Reese band. Clark and whoever band. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Probably because it's one of those things. It's kind of like when I saw Pete Best and live on Bleecker Street. He wasn't playing the later Beatles stuff. He was playing the early <laughs> crap that that he remembered. <laughs> so no one was happy. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's really good and. Um, wow. I think you should give it more listens. I, I think this was a really good fleshed out nah, I'm good. complex song that he did that really is in the Billy Joel style. Like a song like Josephine, I like a lot, but he's doing a 50s rock song. And Tell Them When You're In Love, he's doing Hall and Oates. Right. But Long, Long Time, this is just Billy Joel. Yeah. And that you know, is the number one unreleased track of all time. Wow. I'm very impressed by that. I, You know, with Tell Them You're In Love again, it's let alone that i i do like the groove and all that stuff and i i hate some of the lyrics i mean i hate them but i just like i was lost <laughs> it's just i don't know it just works for me and and it's also you know pristine recording of it so i think that helps it along too yeah with long long time i i don't i don't know that just um i i, I gave them all a listen again and that just wasn't working as well for me as some of the others yeah well that's fair i mean i know what your style is and i can tell why hall and oats would be at the top well again i i was thinking about obviously i think my actual favorite song could be either numbers or the motorcycle song but they weren't episodes we did because they're not finished songs but those two 
would be in my top 10. Yeah, I know. I was looking at that also. Like we have all these other songs. There's like, I put them into two categories. There are the other songs that weren't quite finished enough. So we didn't do full episodes on. And then they're the ones that became other songs that he did actually record. Right, right. Like the motorcycle song, right. Yeah, so in that list, you have The Prime of Your Life. Oh, my God, right. I love that song. I think I I think I have that one in the hidden gems lift because I think it came from the uh, my lives has it my lives it. right right yeah then oh you my have god, the end of the fantastic. world which became Elvis oh the end of the world Boulevard. oh my that's the one oh my yeah. god right oh god these songs are terrific yeah and mo- motorcycle song which is all about soul right and and then I put silver seas which became not which was nocturne but with lyrics basically He's oh right forgot about that smartly one. took those stupid lyrics out <laughs> right <laughs> it became way better. Um, there's probably other ones I'm forgetting, but I was like, oh, these were also like really fun to hear. I forgot about that. Words. Oh, the prime of your life. Remember, didn't uh, at the end of the world? Oh man, that's a great song. That could yeah. that could have been my number one. Yeah, that was terrific. Uh, I forgot about all those because we, you know, they just weren't part of the episodes. But maybe we should have included them. Oh, and then there's also the one that Paul just played for us, which is the thing that became um, was it Jolene, which became We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one, too. But that one's like right. super. Sh- we don't really know much about that song. Yeah, though. yeah. Or and of course, we forgot our actual favorite one, which would be our both number ones. Handball! Yeah. Handball! <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? Yes, I, of course. Okay. I was waiting yeah. for you to. I just yeah, so that's on the other list. That's the list of songs that weren't quite finished or for whatever reason we didn't do an episode. And that's numbers. Numbers. Handball. I like numbers two better than numbers one or three, you know. This should be a whole album of numbers. <laughs> Um, so long, Reverend Ike, which was so good. Oh yeah, that was really good. He just needed like two more too. verses, but he stopped it, and it was wow. so so funny and like really catchy. And then there's a song "If," which was from an innocent man. Also, he had um, he had like none of the lyrics finished, but it's a really good like '50s style song that I yeah. think would have been great on that album. And of course, Jericho lines. Oh, of course, my God. You get a decent meal at a decent price. I mean, please, yes. Oh, how could I have forgotten all of these? Yeah, we just did the ones we did actual episodes on, folks. But yeah, I probably should have put those together too, I guess. But uh, who needs it? We got to move on, right? (laughs) Yeah, time to move on. All we have left now are actual songs. Yeah, what was the last time? I mean, I know we just did, like, where's the orchestra, like, two months ago. (laughs) Got to get back to doing some real songs. Yeah, so many wrap-ups and everything. Yeah. But I love it. This is your life. You got problems with your wife. She once made you mashed potatoes. Now she gives you minute rice. And she used to do your laundry. Now she sends it out instead. And she always made believe that she was satisfied in bed. That's what she used to say, but that's how things were yesterday. Looks like the old days are gone. That's how she used to be, that goes down in history. Time has a way of moving on. Well, folks, that was our unreleased song wrap up. The episode no one wanted, but you got. <laughs> There's so many uh, of those lately. <laughs> they really are. Luckily, uh, next week we will be back with a real song, finally, after what feels like months. We are going to be doing Why Judy Why. Alon, never heard it before in my life. You know what, Dave? We could have said this was an unreleased track and you would have believed it. Yep, 
Yes, I would have. I am very excited. I hope I like it. Yeah, we hope you like it too. Uh, so tune in for that. And also let us know what you guys think of our unreleased track uh, rankings. Let us know what your favorites are. If you think Dave is crazy, if you think I'm crazy, we'd love to hear what you think about these they songs. Dave is crazy. Yeah, well, we know that. But, you know, to what degree is what we want to know. <laughs> so let us know. And uh, until then, uh, I'm Alan Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. home to babysit and watch the prices right and she wants a joint account to see where all the money goes so she doesn't have to talk you into buying all her clothes all off. the end of the world